You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Welcome, just welcome, to yourself and the Board Game Stomps Podcast. Gobby's already got his phone out looking up stuff. Welcome to This must be good. What does that mean? Yeah, welcome. Means just welcome yourself. I don't got time for this. So you're saying welcome yourself, like you don't have time to welcome people to the podcast. Yeah, make yourself at home. Welcome. Make yourself welcome at home. yourself. Okay, now that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's it's an interesting way of saying make yourself at home. I've never heard it. It's like right welcome like yourself. I've never heard it either. I made it up just now. I invented it. <laughs> welcome yourself. Welcome yourself. What are you doing in there? What are you doing in there? I'm welcoming myself. Hello, son. Oh, hello. Well, oh, make yourself at home. Oh, pleasure. Small to be talk here. with yourself. Pleasure. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah. You know what I find oh, interesting. Man. No, I don't. I literally don't know what you find interesting besides Fast and well, Furious. I find the Enterprise very interesting. As you see it posted over my shoulder, it's the same picture that's been in here forever. The, the Enterprise is a fascinating ship, but that's not what I was going to talk about. What I find interesting is mm-hmm. we literally said, hey, you want a podcast? Yeah. We turned on Skype. We turned on Audacity. We start recording. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I got stuff to talk about. Uh, okay, good. I mean, I got stuff too, but we did not like at all, literally at all, discuss, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. So, How this, is this different from anything else from we the ever hip. do? I don't know. because uh, you, you never prepare. Let's be meta. I, we're, we're doing the Skype chat, so I don't know. Yeah, we are Skyping. But I, am, I wanted to I do Discord and do a Discord channel. Five. I got Jen. And tonic, there you actually go. Sprite. Yeah, I wanted to do Discord. I think we need to start doing a Discord voice channel. That way, we can invite people who are on Discord in to speak to us. Is there a way to prevent them from just barging in? Probably not. Just whoever comes in. Hey, what are hey, you talking yeah. about? Welcome to the show. That's, that's Welcome like a yourself. wild and crazy. Welcome yourself. That's what we'll call it. Welcome yourself. That's what I'm going to... I'm creating the voice channel right now. We're going to call it Welcome Yourself. Here we go. Create channel. Uh, voice. New channel name. Welcome yourself. I come up with the greatest ideas. Look at you. Look, All right. If no one New, else will compliment you, you will. <laughs> I will. Hey, I, hey I'm, I'm, I'm good. So... The Welcome Yourself voice channel is now active on our Discord. How about that Super Bowl? I watched it. I had a Super Bowl party, as did you. I want to compare our Super Bowl parties. Why? Just because I want to know if mine was better or if yours was better. 
because I'm petty that way. So let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what, I don't all right. Know. I just want to point out. I just want to point out. Uh, this this will be like the Super Bowl party game. All right. So I want to point out that I had Enrique. Enrique came to my house. You're always in right? competition. So that's, that's fascinating. Why can't you right, just, so I'm just enjoy? Po- I did, but I'm just saying I enjoy winning the competition as well. So I'm just saying that Enrique lives exactly the same distance between us. Him and his family came to mine. So that's one point for me. Okay. It's okay. Is so it what, what? Yes, I it mean, is. You had Mag, Mag. You had Mag. That was a plus one. Yeah. That's a plus five in my book. But Enrique's a negative 10, so I don't know. No, no. I don't know. Enrique, watched, Enrique sat next to me on a corduroy beanbag eating on his fingernails. Uh, yeah, that's good. I was wondering if you, and had, if you went somewhere or if you had something at your nice uh, is that, is that, estate. Is that, it was at the estate. The estate. It was at the board, board BGS estate. The BGS. And it was, uh, yeah. Enrique's sister brought chocolate-covered strawberries, so there's that. There you go. So that, yeah. So the food and is I, always a thing. And, you know, there's going to be a, a large group of people that don't care anything about Super Bowl. But when uh, what we talk about is the food. My wife made sliders for the first time ever. They were oh, I made sliders, too. Really? I, I made my famous sandwich. So your famous sandwich is a slider? Yes. Okay. It's a rift on a funeral sandwich. Do you know what a funeral oh, sandwich is? Yeah, you mentioned this before, and it sounded really yes. good. Yes, I made those again. And again, a pun was made. A person said that these were to die for. <laughs> Classic. Was it you that made that pun? <laughs> no, no, it was Scott. It was Scott. It's Mr. Awesome. Oh, okay. Everything special. You know, you know Mr. Special. He was there as well. We have well. a friend. Yes. So that right there, I don't know how you okay. do that. Sorry. Well, that's, you know, I think I will. Very special. Very special. Mr. Special. is a, So I had Enrique's the entire family. The three people that know Mr. all the people are going to, you know, that's funny. Okay. Well, anyways, Mr. Special was there and I had sliders. Nice. What was your wife's sliders? What's that? Describe your wife's sliders. Uh, they were on Hawaiian rolls. As were mine. Some sort of... Were they homemade Hawaiian rolls? Homemade? No, they were not homemade. Minus one for her. Okay. <laughs> uh, some sort of beef that she mixed with some mixture I did not ask because I was... I, I don't know. I wasn't that interested. Beef, not ham. Interesting. Yeah, no, it was beef. Uh, and then she made like a slaw that went on top of it and some cheese. No. No, no. Slaw, you've lost me there. I made mine with Worcester sauce. That was the that was the uh the glaze over the um the uh sliders. Chardet also made sliders in uh with cracked chicken is what it's called. Cracked chicken. Cracked chicken on c- cocaine? No, it's chicken Strung out chicken? Strung out chicken because it's pu- it's it's past tense. Cracked. The oh. chicken has been cracked. Basically, it's in a uh, what do they call? What it? did they do? Did they tie him in a chair in a dark room and keep asking him questions <laughs> until he finally breaks emotionally? Uh, I say, I say, I don't know the boy. <laughs> it wasn't me. I say. 
uh, the chicken was cracked. What does that mean? I don't. Oh, I'm no, I know that what it right means. Now. I think the chicken, like they compressed the chest, almost like you know, like when you're doing when you're trying to resuscitate somebody, but instead you break the rib cage. I think that's what they do. The chicken. But uh, it was just me. Uh, I'm looking it up. I think it's a seasoning. It's just a seasoning. I don't think they actually tortured the chicken. This is not like veal. A great seasoning for all your favorite food. Yeah, it's a seasoning. What's Spatchcock's chicken? Oh, okay. Never mind. My bad. Yeah, they don't torture the chicken. No, Gina Gina has corrected me. She said the one where I'm talking about where they break the chicken, where they smash the ribs, is called Spatchcock. Spatchcock? Spatchcock chicken. Looking it up. Which is really good as well. No, Chardonnay made hers in a crock pot. It was really good. We had uh, some friends of ours brought pizza. Some friends of ours bought. Uh, okay, look. Do you have the friend that brings a vegetable tray? I'm like, who wants that? Who's bringing that? Do <laughs> you don't want to know what our vegetable was? We had none. We had none. Nobody brought any vegetables to my house because they know. Let All right, so I didn't know I was competing against two sliders. I'll, I will I will hold back on the cracked chicken thing because I don't know what that is. It sounds awful. It was really but good. But I'll, I'll hold judgment. Really good. It but was all I, really I, good. I, I made Velveeta and Rotel, which is my go-to Super Bowl. Pretty much any time I watch football, I got to have Rotel and Velveeta and chips. You just, you melt, you melt cheese. Okay. I melt well, cheese. Uh, as for us, like wait a minute, don't. I don't Wait like a minute. chili in it. Wait a minute. Let's slow down. Don't get ahead. Because Enrique's other sister, Tina, brought her own mini slow cooker, a.k.a. sort of like a mini crock pot, right. and made her own dip there. And what was the secret ingredient to her dip? Love. Dos Equis. <laughs> Dos Equis. And her dip was awesome. And so your cheap Rotel and Velveeta could not possibly, that you microwaved, no doubt, was could not possibly have compared to Tina's slow cooker Dos Equis dip. So well, was I'm just it saying, besides Dos Equis? I mean, were y'all just some drinking? sort of she she put Drink, like, no you she were put, drinking and eating chips. <laughs> well, no, no, she put cheese and other stuff in it. I, I, what it, sort of cheese? I don't know exact. She didn't show me. It wasn't Velveeta because I don't let Velveeta in my house. Are you insane? Velveeta uh, no, no, is I don't God's like Velveeta. Gift to cheese. It's not. It's not a cheese. It's a cheese product, and I love it. Well, I'm sure you do, but it's not. It's, it's just, I just don't. I don't know. It's just weird. Oh, I love Velveeta. I love that taste. Like there's nothing like the. It's a. Taste it's of a Velveeta. cheese product. I just don't I know. I know, and it's manufactured to taste so good. Oh my goodness! However, I, I kept asking, "Do y'all want chili in this or not?" Because there's some people that are like chili and Velveeta. I'm not in that group, but I put it in there. I did not like it. I don't like the chi- chili in my Velveeta. Keep it out. Uh, also, we had my wife made a pasta salad. Um, we had jalapeno, the bacon wrapped jalapenos with the cheese in them, stuffed jalapenos with cheese uh, and bacon wrapped. Charcella made those. Oh my God, they were so good. We had quite the feast, I'm going to say. 
But I mean, your 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 party sounds like it was very nice as well. I'm glad. Yeah, I was, and I, I was saw... curious. How, okay, so question. I know you're a streamer guy. How did you watch the Super Bowl? Because I subscribe to Paramount Plus because of Picard and a, and a, a Star Trek New Worlds and an assortment of other shows. So why why do you? How did you watch it? We I Paramounted Plus it. Oh, okay. Which also had like my favorite commercial. Of the of the Super Bowl. That's what I was going to discuss with you next. Favorite commercials. Yeah, yeah I, I was keeping track of the commercials, and was there was uh, obviously many that I I really liked, but the game got me got me more. I, I wasn't I didn't think I would be so in tune to the game. <laughs> I'm happy you like the football because I didn't like. I know you're like you weren't really into football. I, I I watched Barry Sanders back in the day. That was my team. I the only game I watched this year, I watched the Lions get beat by the 49ers. I didn't know what the 49ers what they were doing this year. And as soon as they beat the Lions, I started looking them up. I really liked their team. So that's who I was rooting for. Yeah. Just because we but now are. I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm gonna have to to move on over to the uh Jerry to the Where's your integrity? Well, no, here's the thing. Unless the Lions do good, I'm really, I mean, I would like to see Kansas City do the three-peat, mainly because I don't like New England. Okay, here's the thing. I was with Mahomes until they just got arrogant. Did you see? Okay, you know what really upset me, and it really, truly upset me, when Travis Kelsey bumped poor old Andy Reid. Andy Reid's the sweetest man you ever know. And he nearly knocked him down in his rage, his fit of rage. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, Andy Reid looks like he was in a, he looked like he's in like the line at Golden Corral. He does yes. not look like he's the coach. Oh, he's he's one of me. He's one of us. Like, yes, he, he just, his commercials are adorable. He's a sweet old man. And Travis Kelsey and all his glitz and glam, I'm dating Taylor Swift, I'm the superstar, hollering at him like an animal, I did not approve, and I do not approve, and that made me even more anti-Chiefs. To uh, to uh, antagonize some of the Chief fans that were in the room uh, at my party, every time they, they, they showed him, I referred to him as Mr. Swift, and uh, his, his post-game little speech to me i'd never heard him speak and that just solidified that he sounded like an idiot he might he might be a scholar i don't know but he didn't sound he sounded like yeah he sounded quite dull in the in in the intellect well i mean he is date taylor swift Ooh, zinger that's not that's not taylor don't talk about tay tay look here's there my Sarah, thing. There here's was, my thing here's my thing what i can't stand is what I, what I can't, well, I just, rich people get on my nerves, period. Wow. And, and it's just, it's just a, wow. Well, really, it's just an envy thing. It's just envy. Wow. Some class warfare there, guy. Class warfare. I don't like rich people because you, wow. they act like Travis Kelsey. They holler and scream at people for no reason. They, they treat those like everybody's beneath them. I don't approve of that. Now, am I generalizing? Yes, I'm very much generalizing. But we see it all the time with these reality shows with the Kardashians and so forth. And it's like, 
They have no concept of what it's like to work a nine to five job and struggle to make, you know, pay rent and all this type of stuff. And then they treat anybody, the ser- the serving class beneath them that might be, you know, bringing them their dinner or a drink or whatever, and they just treat them like crap. And I just do not approve. Now, Taylor, no doubt, is a sweetheart. And my problem with Taylor is that she's almost flawless because, like, she has created this image of being flawless and sweet. She loves her fans. She writes her own music. She's just perfect in every way. She's a billionaire, and now her boyfriend is on a Super Bowl winning team. It's like, how much, you know, ire can you build up towards somebody that has this much success? And it's just, you know, it's not really her fault. It's me. I just want to root against her because of her success. I'm exactly the opposite. I wish they would have kept a little small camera on her and a little screen was shown the entire time of her right down in the bottom of the television so I could see her reaction to every play. Not that I like Taylor. We're concerned about Ice Spice. Who's that? Exactly. Yeah. He had Blake Lively up there for a moment, then Ice Spice. They did. They had Blake Lively and uh, What's-Her-Face up there uh, when they showed uh, Jason Aldean and, uh, not Jason Aldean, Blake Shelton. What's about to say Jason Aldean? I'm sorry. I don't know these country guys, but it's the guy that lives close to me, Blake Shelton Blake and what's Shelton his face? and Gwen Stefani. Right next to them. You rewatch that. I'm pretty sure that was Carson Daly. They did not point him out. That was Ice Spice. That's who that Ice Spice? You. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I now does she now is she a spice girl? She is not a spice girl. I think she's okay. a rapper. And I don't think she's very good. Why Taylor's friends with her, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Taylor's broadening now, her horizons. How many people were at your Super Bowl? Um, we had, oh, I have, forget the picture. We had, I don't know, 12. Uh, we had some contact the flu last minute and had to bow out. Uh, I think we had about 12 people. I had like close at 20. I don't know. My house, well, I don't have the living room you do, so I had to. We also, we also, uh. You have, you have a very, well, and y'all built your house specifically for this reason. You have a very entertainment-oriented built house. And we also, uh, Bubba was not at my gathering. Bubba, unfortunately, no, was, was double his, booked. He was with his brothers. Yes. So none of us gets points for Bubba. No, because I invited him. He said, ah, my brothers are coming in. We're doing a family thing. I was like, okay, all right. Um, there was almost violence at mine, but since I almost started it, I don't feel like that should be counted against me. Well, was it game related or just? Yes, it was game related violence. Okay. It was game related violence. And I stand righteous on this. I will recount to you the incident, but I will not name names. I'll listen and judge. Go ahead. Okay. An individual who you know. Tangentially, who I would describe as being somewhat, let's say, somewhat diminished in capacity. All right. So, this individual thought it wise to ask for my Wi Fi password, which I freely gave. Then, during the game, for which they apparently have no real interest in, decided to begin looking up various random facts and stats of the Super Bowl while it was going on. 
only to find out that apparently, because the internet cut out right as we were hooking up, that our stream was a few minutes behind the actual game. That sucks. I hate that. So, he, during the second quarter, made an odd comment regarding an upcoming drive. And that comment was correct. And I noticed that. Then, he called a penalty. Then, right in the fourth quarter, before the overtime, spoiler alert, happened, he called it. And I realized that he was calling out the game ahead of time. I told this individual, do not do that and to put their tablet down. Now, I will mind you. Look at you laying down the This is an adult. Now, nobody else apparently caught on to what was taking place. And unfortunately, because it is a large area, people loud noise talking, there was a point in the game where this individual made another comment about what was taking place, which sent me over the edge, which caused me to go from my pleasant voice that I typically have to the voice that I use that you well know when I am telling you without a doubt, I am threatening you. It is violence. You, you need to stop what you're doing. Violence will come your way. What was the moment? Some, somebody, it was, it was in the overtime regarding certain field goals being made. Once I made this comment, someone else in the room defended him, tried to calm me down, which caused me to burst out that he has called the last six plays of the game. He denied it. And then I said, if you're that good, I'm taking you to Vegas. Like nobody is that good. And then I proceeded to make a rather colorful threat that if he made any gestures with his hands, any facial gestures, or made a noise until this game was over, I would eject him from the premises physically. People thought that this was quite weird for the host of the Super Bowl party to get so extreme with one individual. Thankfully, he got up from his seat, went into the kitchen, and told somebody who was about to win the Super Bowl. And my ire was justified. Now, I feel as if if this person had said such a thing during the game, I think that I could have done some mob justice on this person and nobody would have stopped me. That is beyond, that is, that is, that is tantamount to talking in a movie theater. That's worse than talking in a movie. That's like going to a, to a book release and shouting out the ending. Yeah. Uh, That is an issue with streaming. Uh, because I too had a friend texting a group chat. I'm in, uh, the results of plays before I had seen the play and I too had to reprimand them and say, stop, please. I have not yet seen this play you're describing. I, I didn't, I didn't have that problem because when the game started like a normal person i put my phone down because i'm not a teenage girl gobby and you don't need to have your phone on you looking at it during hey, look, the game you're the one so that's your own at fault. somebody with diminished capacity listen <laughs> if you have the capacity <laughs> no, no. to know what yes so i don't care had, so i think i know who of who of whom of which of voust you speak and i can understand yes. your ire uh poor enrique no just kidding 
Uh, it so, was not Enrique. So, for, for, it was not. I will make this clear. It was not Enrique. Enrique was with me on this. Enrique yeah, would have. No, Enrique would have. Enrique would have ride or died if it got you, violent because of the fact that I had a friend watching it. For whatever reason, streaming is somewhat delayed. And for whatever reason, if you're watching it on cable TV or something like you know a satellite, you do get the results faster. So, and even if you're checking, like, I don't know what he was checking, uh, internet wise, but you would get the news faster than the play is getting made. That is frustrating. And I don't understand that delay because it's like, I'm streaming the internet. It seems like it should be here almost instantaneously, but, uh, I, I can understand your ire, uh, of diminished capacity. I mean, I know, you know, this person from way back when, and you they have, have a, long, a driver's license, you have a long yeah. They're not that diminished. I'm you just have saying. A long history with them, and you. I, they can I drink. Can they can join the army. They, they, they. That's that's not. When I say diminished capacity, I don't want our listeners to think that I I was I was upset with somebody who didn't know any better. I was upset with somebody who simply is. I should clarify. They're socially diminished. Let's say that. Right. Right. Um, yes. They have a job. They're not all right. And so were they doing, they were doing this specifically to make themselves look special. All right. This person, I should give this context. Do you, because you, you're a TikToker. I did not know of this new trend. And maybe you don't as well. Of some goofy person walking into a room, holding some sort of container and asking, is it open? Is it closed? Do you know this trend? I do not. Okay, well, when we're done here, I give you permission, and I won't shame you like I normally do. Get on TikTok and look up, is it open? Is it closed? Basically, this person walked into my house carrying a half-empty bottle of honey, <laughs> of the bear honey. And I said, uh, The Did stickiest you- substance ever? Yes, and I go, uh, do- I have honey. Do you need it? And he holds up the bottle of honey and asks me, is it open? And I go, well, it's halfway empty, so yeah, it's open, but are you talking about the lid? No, the lid's closed. He says, is it closed? The TikTok thing is, when they're asking, is it open or is it closed, they're referring to their mouth. Oh, my God. They will open and close their, and this is apparently some stupid thing. I feel that that right there should have given me enough license to eject the person from the event ejaculate them out of your house. Exactly. That's what I would have done. So I'm just saying that's that that's what I was dealing with. Anyways, so this person, yes, th- th- that's just the issue that I had been dealing with. But other than that, the Super Bowl went pretty good. Other than our team losing. Well, right. But yeah, it was a great game, though. That's a great it was, game. It was a good game. It was. It was. It was. I one, take. It was. Uh, that's one of the lo- few games in the recent history, Super Bowl wise, that I have been. Uh, the I feel like the Eagles game was kind of down to the wire, but I was. I was. I was invested because I have. I have a Niners heart beating in me because of as, as I've declared on the show, and I know that we've lost many, many of board game uh, listener because there's so many. You know what I don't get? That's what I don't understand. Okay, but to finish my thought. Why you won't stay on topic? As a small child, I was a Niners person. Okay, I'll get it. I'm with you. I understand. I don't stay on topic. I've been with the Niners since I was a child. I I migrated over to the Cowboys, which 
is almost like a, a betrayal because they hated each other in the 90s, blah, blah, blah. People that do this whole thing of, it's almost like they're proud that they don't watch the Super Bowl and they don't care about football. Get over yourself. Nobody cares. I, okay, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But don't act like you're proud of it. Like, oh, like you're so cool because you don't watch the Super Bowl. You have better things to do. Okay, all right, that's great. You do those. Well, things. I don't watch. I don't watch football, but I do. Even I enjoy the Super Bowl. It's the it's the enormity of the event. It's the show. Also, Usher put on a show. And I from last season Super Bowl, that last season Super Bowl, I hated the I the, am the pro, halftime show. Pro Usher, my wife Usher and did I good. started dating to "You Make Me Wanna" and "Nice and Slow" and many a song on that Usher album. So Usher has a a deep seated place in my heart as far as musicians. So I was proud to see Usher being up there. And he he's he's nearly my age. He's like forty five or forty six. I looked it up yesterday. He's forty five, and that rascal still got the moves. He can still dance. He can still sing. It was a fantastic show, and I was very happy to see that. I I, I like. First off, they always got somebody riding on somebody else's coattails, and they had Little John. Don't come talk on about there Little John or Luda. Come on there. Oh yeah, both of them. Luda looked like he was a little like a little league football player coming out there with the with the pads. Luda is precious because he's in the Fast and Furious franchise. And what was the deal with CeeLo Green looking like he just came from school wearing that? That was <laughs> Jermaine Dupree, not CeeLo Green. That wasn't? That was Jermaine Dupree. I don't know him. I don't either, but someone in our audience with us said that it's Jermaine Dupree, not CeeLo Green. Many okay. other people also think that was CeeLo. <laughs> it was not. Oh, I stand corrected. Stand corrected. But anyway, that, that was that was still not the best Super Bowl halftime. Prince will always have the best Super Bowl Prince halftime. Prince is. Jerry, you are correct. Prince is the best Super Bowl halftime of all time. Right. So, but Usher did good. It was very, very good. Usher did, Usher did good. And Reba, that poor guy I did crying. not watch that part. I didn't catch it. Okay. Reba sang the national anthem and they have like, they cut to some football player that was crying. I did see like, that Reba, part. Reba made him cry, which was, that, that, I mean, like Reba How's makes her voice cry. Was her voice good? Was it strong? Reba? Yeah. Reba's there. I didn't hear Reba's it. also another, Reba's also just down the street from me. I live around a bunch of famous people. She's in Atoka. <laughs> Tiger King, Blake Shelton, and Reba McIntyre. I know. If I I mean, like does get she tickets. stay there, or does she, was that just where she grew Her family's up? there. Her sister's there. Oh, yeah, her sister. She comes to visit. She just opened her restaurant, Reba's, Reba's Diner. Oh. So we need to go eat there. And ask for Reba. May we see Reba, yeah. please? Yeah. And when we don't like it, can we have a rebate? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if they get it. A rebate? Uh, Is she cooking the meals? If she's not cooking the meals, I'm out. I don't care. I don't know. Somebody, she she probably diner, approves of the she meals. She made some recipes and she's got a diner. It's like the Pioneer Woman. My wife and I, yeah. my wife was a large. <laughs> Phrasing is not good on that. My wife is a big fan of the Pioneer Woman back in the day. And, oh. And so we went to where the Pioneer Woman 
uh, her family is located in Oklahoma. They've got a store. It's like basically it's Disneyland for Pioneer Woman. And it's just like this large general store. It's <laughs> Disneyland for middle income white women. <laughs> basically. <laughs> it likes basically. to bake. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, you know, the action hair they have, the hair, the haircut they got. Uh, and it was fine. It was good, but, uh, just, she's not there. She's not, she's nowhere around. She's at her large ranch making millions and millions of dollars. But you know, you do you, I guess that's, that's again, that's just me hating rich people. And uh, it's just, but that would, that would be an incredibly popular restaurant. If it was named after a person who would work there every day, <clears throat> If you had a celebrity restaurant and that celebrity was there when it was opened, that would be it. It would be amazing. Like people would be that that would be amazing. To being served at some country restaurant by Reba. How you doing, honey? That would be crazy. Fancy no, fries. No. You have to serve fancy fries. Everybody. I take back my comment earlier about the best commercial. That Sarah V commercial was Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah was funny when he smacked it on the mountain. He's like moisturized the mountain. Okay, yes. my favorite commercials. We actually didn't discuss this. My favorite commercials were I, I enjoyed that one. That was uh, was a humorous. Yeah, I was really proud that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon got together for a commercial, and Ben Affleck was that willing to make a fool of himself. That and, commercial cost like a billion dollars oh, to yeah. get J Lo and all that. Super expensive. Yeah. Super expensive. Uh, my other favorite. Let's see. I, I actually enjoyed the Reese's one that is apparently on like a lot of hate lists, where they're like the one lady's like jumping out the window and then jumping back in. That cracked me. I love that Reese's one. Grandma, <laughs> yeah, Grandma flying <laughs> onto the, the making out. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's good. And my favorite of all is Twisters. Twisters, the movie. the movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You got Hangman. Hangman's going to be uh, chasing Twisters. Are you kidding me? I'm there. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. I mean, the uh, the did you? I, I I made a comment during that commercial about how cheesy the old one was, and it about started a fight. Everybody was like, "No, it wasn't cheesy." I was like, "No." Listen to some of the lines in that show. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's real it's bad. It's bad. But it's one of those, it's so bad, it's good. I love Twister. I like it. It has a deep, deep place in my heart because I clearly remember watching that in back in the day. And I, I, I love Twister very much. And it's so unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, and it's, but I mean, you got, first of all, R.I.P., What's his name? <laughs> I forget his name. <laughs> oh, two oh, R.I.P. Uh, There's two. Yeah. You got Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman. Yeah. And what's the main name? And uh, not, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. R.I.P. Yeah. Two legends. Game over, man. Or if you want to go Twister related. Uh, what, oh, what was his line in that movie? We got we got cows something. We got cows. We got debris. Debris. Uh, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. We got Greenage. They were that was just a fantastic movie with these two actors that before they even became really really good. Helen Hunt. I mean, it's just so epitome of nineties. That is the most nineties of movies. The graphics very good. I mean, the the ones from this movie didn't seem that much better from the Twister of 96. It was it was really good. 
Uh, I hope it's super cheesy. I, I do too, and I love Hangman. I, I don't know. I don't know the actor's name. He was Hangman and Maverick. I love that guy. He's the new Tom Cruise, as far as I'm concerned. I'm looking him up because I, I can't picture him. Hang on. Oh yeah, that dude, uh, Glenn Powell. Yes, he's very good. Or yeah, I, th- I like him. I a think lot. that's who it is. Yeah. I wish him all yeah, the he- success. Yeah. There you go. He he's he is the new he is the new up and coming. We he's trying to he, trying to be an action star person. And they had the Deadpool they do- and Wolverine trailer, which you got to go online and check out, which I have not yet because I'm not, I'm not really a Deadpool guy. I mean, he was kind of like I, after I came around. I like how they just started doing the thing instead of just showing the trailer. They just say go online. <laughs> It's right. like 10 seconds. Go online. We're not going to waste our time. And Go online. The Wizard of Oz movie, Wicked, I don't care. I could not care any less. They're beating Yeah, I know. I like Wizard of Oz. I don't, I don't care about any lore around it. I do not care. What they should do is combine Twister and the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So like the tornado. Dorothy's family. And, it's, and as soon as the house falls and kills the witch and it's like, here they come, the Twister people. And it just be this psychedelic thing of like, they're in the Wizard of Oz, but they're chasing tornadoes. That would be Little amazing. monkey people. We got monkeys. You've got monkeys spinning around now. tornadoes. I'm ready. And, and you can have. Using, all- did you notice they're still using the same contraption from the first movie? Like, has technology yeah, that, not advanced since then? That they have to put down in front of the tornado? Like, there's not a drone they could just fly into yeah. it? Oh, yeah. 100%. It's like, I don't know. Well, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. All right, Jerry. So what games did we play this week? <laughs> uh, I, I did. I played stuff. Me too. I played. Me uh, too. I, I had a friend that, I say a friend. It's Who a, was my it? wife's cu- My wife's cousin. You don't know her. She come up and demanded to come over to my house to play a board game, which was super odd. She's from Texas. You they know how them Texans are. to play a board game. Yes, because she had just played a board game that she thought was amazing. She had never played before. She had never really played board games. And she said this was the greatest, like, she was just enthralled. What was she it? She brought Catan to my house. <laughs> it's still bringing them in. What can you say? So... After we played this game, I said, now that you've played this, I'm going to have to stop you and say, listen, we're going to play something else, like, before you leave. And we didn't have a lot of time, so I ran in and grabbed a game that I thought would just exemplify, just quick, simple, try something out. I got Biblios out. Nice. And played Biblios with them. Of course, that blew their mind. And then my wife requested to play Biblios again, just me and her, after her cousin left and my wife beat me promptly and so biblio still stands out as one of the greatest games ever and then uh my daughter i tasked her with during the super bowl anybody who wants to just stay over on this side of the house and just play stuff card games whatever here's stuff you figure it out she loves that taco cat goat cheese pizza game which is apparently the blackjack of of card games she played that with people, but also played That's Not a Hat. And apparently that was a big hit as well. That's Not a Hat, which is that little goofy trying to remember what you have and give it away to people. Mm-hmm. Just the memory game. So that was a huge success. And I'm trying to think what else got played. That's Not a Hat. Cat, goat, cheese, pizza. 
I find it fascinating. Catan, after all these years, now that you say that, I've had a, my, it's my wife's family, basically her cousin and my brother, my cousin-in-law, whatever you want to call them. Anyway, we, they have, they're, they're in a, none of this matters. I don't know why I'm trying to do that. They have started having like this game day every week. The game they have played to get, uh, that has lured people in freaking Catan. It boggles my mind. Catan still is the gateway game to Gen Zers. And I'm talking like their daughter is like 17 years old playing Catan. Her and all her friends are playing Catan. Catan stands the test of time. It's it's, well, it's it's terribly boring once you've played it. Right. Do I play Catan? No, I'm done with Catan. I've moved on. So the mother of the Gen Zer has said, okay, we play Catan. We've started kind of like this game night. What do we play now? And I'm like, that's a massive question. A, I don't know. Did they like Catan? If they like Catan, they might. I mean, uh, you know, uh, when people ask, where do I go from here? That's such a massive question of like, uh, here's other gateway games. Are they willing to move on from that? Did they find this boring? Do they find this exciting? What aspect of Catan do they like? Do they like the worker placement? Do they like the bidding aspect? What There's do no they worker like? Placement. Huh? There's no worker placement in Catan. Well, okay. I mean, I, okay. Well, when, when you set your house down, when you make the house okay. or the settlement, it's like that Machikoro rolling die. Right. I set and out. Actually, I set out. I, I recommended several games. And then I finally, it did hit me. I was like, oh, Machi Koro. They need to try Machi Koro because Machi no, Koro's the- No, they don't. They need well, to play Space Base. This, okay, or Space Base. It's the modern Catan. You roll dice. It's super fast. It's super quick. This is basically Catan on crack, but more boring, perhaps, for some that might think so. But anyway, I was like, it's, it's fascinating to me, nonetheless, that Catan is still the first game being played. And I don't even know where they got Catan from because I haven't talked to her. But I was like, I want to ask, where did you find? Why is Catan the game? Like, who brought this in? It's just a target. It's just it's known. So. People talk about so. Catan. Uh, my- I set out Everdale to play with my the cousin when they come back because Everdale is like to me uh, a very enticing game. The artwork and it it's like it's completely the opposite of Catan. Like Catan is just randomness. Roll a dice. You kind of sort of negotiate with people, but you really don't. It's it's Everdale is this this idea of just gathering resources, building cards, and working off the cards. That it's beautiful. It's good to look at. And I, yeah. I, that was like my next thing to be like, oh, you know, if you like Catan, this is boring. Catan's boring once you finally move past it. I recommend it, but pandemic. you have to. Ooh, that's co-op, and pandemic's hard. Pandemic's super hard for people well, who are she new. She was looking for something like, like, okay, we played Catan. What do we play next? And of course, I told her the whole thing of, I don't know what they like about Catan. I don't know who you're playing with. All these, you know, extemporaneous. Everdale. That's a good game. That's a good game. But they don't sell that at Target, like you're saying. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Really? They sell all of it. Yes. Everdale I sold at Target. I know that. I did That's because you don't go to Target. You're a Walmart shopper. We, we don't have a Target where I live. Sorry. 
I know. I don't have one either, but I go to Target. Everdell's available at Target. I did not know yep. that. Does it come with Show the same is. glorious pieces, or is they all cardboard? I believe so. Let me look it up real fast, because really? I see it there all that the time. That would be incredible. I would have to... Yep, it's but at, here's my it's thing. at uh, Target. Yeah. Here's my thing. I, I do enjoy Everdell. It is very basic. I get that. I would go pandemic over Everdell because pandemic has a, uh, an, a bit of excitement to it when the disease spreads and you're working together to fight that. I mean, I know there's better games than pandemic. We're talking about people that like me come into the hobby with Catan. Where do you go from here? We don't know. We've never played anything like this before. I think pandemic's like, okay, you're going to work together to fight this. Yes, there's the alpha gamer thing, whatever you can contend with that. But I mean, ultimately, you get the idea of the game and the cooperative nature of fighting this disease, and you're all fighting it together to keep from being wiped off the map. I think that's, I think Pandemic to me is a good next step beyond Catan. But Everdale mm, is, I'll Everdale's really good as well. If you really do like, you know the, the cards reading the cards using that worker action and stuff like that but if you want to get technical like ticket to ride would be the next step type thing as well oh, ticket to ride is so boring to me god i hate recommending ticket to ride but i do i do recommend it but because like, do you like gin remy you like collecting sets of cards and laying them yeah. down all at once and then which is katan then you just Okay, now lay down your trains. Okay, you played Remy, but now it's with trains. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I prefer personally Pandemic over Ticket to Ride or Catan or Carcassonne. I hate freaking Carcassonne. I hate Carcassonne. I hate Carcassonne. I hate Carcassonne. I don't I recommend Carcassonne. I don't like Carcassonne at all. People love that game, but I don't understand. I don't it. know why. I don't either. I don't, know. Okay. I don't get it either. So, for uh, if you're done with what you showed your people, I will discuss. I'm done. I will discuss Ready Set Bet. Please. I played Ready Set Bet at full capacity. Jerry has come on here previously in another podcast, and when she Enrique played Ready Set Bet with just the two of them, limited capacity. It can, it can be done. Not ideal. Ready set bet is a game of placing bets on placing bets on horse racing. You can roll the horses and bet uh with a human person on a board where you're rolling two die and according to it's basically can't stop or camel up, but it's for me the the more ideal thing is can't stop. You're playing can't stop and then betting on it. There's the app that has the noise it has the music and you can adjust the speed of the rolling from two seconds down to 0.5 seconds i played this at full capacity we had frank hs d's char i don't know we were full capacity i think it plays eight not counting the person rolling the die so seven, not counting the person rolling the die i'm getting lost in the weeds here but nonetheless i, I wish you'd just get to the point the point is, for me personally, Ready, Set, Bet is not near as good as Camel Up. The I agree. The excitement of Camel Up, 
I didn't get anywhere close to the excitement of camel up where you're betting on this particular camel and hoping it does something crazy. The number it rolls when you dump it out of the pyramid on the die and it does something crazy and it crosses the finish line. Ready, set, bet. There's many things against it. One, you can wait till almost, you know, the results before you bet. That's not. That doesn't help with excitement. It's like you're just holding off until the last minute. Now, granted, if they're, all the bets on that particular horse are covered, well, then you don't have anywhere to go. But Ready, Set, Bet doesn't have the intensity, the what's going to happen, the I hope so-and-so wins. It doesn't have that feel that Camel Up does. You're not rooting for a particular horse. Because you're waiting for a particular horse to get to a certain spot and then like, oh, okay, I can bet on it now. There's also the effect of, I asked uh, a couple of people, I said, did you prefer me rolling the die and announcing it or did you prefer the app? Literally, it was split down the middle. Some people were like, well, the app is faster. Like it made it go by much quicker. Because if I'm rolling the die, yeah, it's much slower because I got to roll the die figure out the winner, make the adjustment, move the horse, roll the die again. The computer can do it way faster, obviously. DJ and his wife said they preferred me rolling because it gave them time to comprehend what was going on on the floor. And uh, my sister-in-law as well. She had a real, my sister-in-law was really frustrated with the game. She's like, when the app was going and just announcing horse Number number seven, number six, da da da. It was like it was too much for her. She couldn't. She was very frustrated with it. She's not a gamer, but she was very frustrated with it. When I was doing it, it was slower. Obviously, I'm human. Announcing the results, moving the horse on the board, rolling the die again, much slower. But when you're betting, you can keep track of what's going on, which horses ahead, all that stuff, much faster, yeah, much much better. I preferred the app because it did go faster. I felt like I was too slow. To me, that was boring. Nonetheless, I had literally a split down the field of Frankie killed this game. My friend Frankie, he was like waiting and betting to the last minute on the horses that were doing the best. And then he would bet and he almost won the game. He did not. He actually lost to the person that was the most lost in this game. My sister-in-law, Brandy. She had no idea what was going on. She randomly placed her stuff. She won the game. But what is frustrating for me and what's what's frustrating for several of the people in the game was they weren't excited. This game, you would think you're going to be excited. I was way more excited in Camel Up than at any point in this game. And I think what helps in this game, what makes you invested is picking a horse and hoping it wins. There's no fun in waiting until that last horse crosses that red line, and then all bets are off. You can't do any more bets. There's no fun in waiting and to seeing who's progressing good. I don't like that in this game. I will probably sell Ready, Set, Bet. Yeah, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Enrique didn't like it. And I was wondering if it was going to be any good with with that full compliment. And uh, since we hadn't played it with, you know, the full uh, uh, 
full full group. I was not really wanting to pass judgment on it until we've got to play with a much larger group. But yeah, I kind of had the same feeling. So it, it was not. It's the not that great. I didn't. It's not there. Like you, there's people like, oh, if you name the horses, I mean, uh, Jeff Madigan of uh, Gamecasters, he's like, name, no. the name the horse. Your friend Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. He said, name the horses, you know, crazy what is, names. What like, are you doing talking to Jeff? He's like, name the horse like, yo, mama moves in the first. I'm like, okay, that's humorous, but it doesn't really add the excitement. I mean, it's humorous, but it doesn't add to the excitement of the game for me at all. I mean, making corny that, jokes is not going to make the game for me. Jeff doesn't. Why are you, listening? Why are you talking to Jeff? I like Jeff. Jeff is Don't legit. talk to Jeff. Jeff's a loser. <laughs> so DJ says, I can't speak for Char. I'm not a fan of super fast paced games. It's not a bad game if you like gambling. I just prefer more strategy over random dice rolls. Okay. So if that's your style, you obviously it's not for you. His wife, who plays even fewer games than DJ does, she's the one that she says, I got lo- a little lost with the computer. And I think I like putting everything out there and seeing where it went instead of putting chips down every call, making a making it a real game of chance. So she actually preferred placing the bets basically pre-game and then having a horse to root for, as opposed right. to watching the horses race and then just betting on the horse that's ahead, which is what I agree with because Camel Up does that. You can't. I mean, you can wait, obviously, but in Camel Up, you kind of just choose a camel and you're rooting for that camel the whole game. Uh, it, this uh, can't ready, set, bet. The bones of a good game are here. I like what it does. Uh, the prop bets, the VIP cards, all this extra stuff. Nobody even touched them. Like nobody, it's like, we're doing good enough just to bet on the horses. We don't need all this extra stuff. And I had yeah, full capacity. Yeah. Like, I, I, it was unnecessary. Nobody once, not once did they place any bets on the prop bets. They yeah. did They did place well, on the exotic finish, but that was just me and Frankie. The, most of the bets just went to the straight up win, place, and show columns. And uh, I don't know. It just it didn't really land with my group. Yeah. Well, that's been the case. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of lukewarm on it too, but yeah, I know some people really like it, but it, it just, it, but I don't know. I mean, I, maybe we try it again with another group and see, but so far I've not had, I mean, we might I've try it really. again with a group of like pure gamers like me, you and Enrique at a, at a BGG. Like I would like to try it like that, but yeah. even at that, it's like, uh, well, here's the thing for me. It's like always bet on seven. Why would you not? That's what gets me. I don't know. I don't remember the game enough. I, I don't think that this is it rolling the dice and the numbers because I mean, there's got to be a way to mitigate that. Well, they they try to mitigate it with the other horses. The further out you get, so you're you if you roll seven twice in a row, you get nothing. But if you roll six or eight twice in a row, you get a plus one. If you roll a five or nine twice in a row, you get a plus two. If you get a roll. The further, like if you rolled, you know, uh, box cars twice in a row, you get a plus three. So they try mm-hmm. to mitigate that in that way. 
But ultimately, I mean, none of those horses ever won the race. It's always like between the five and the nine that win the races. Uh, yeah. It's like always bet on seven, just like can't stop. It's literally like can't stop, but you're betting on it. It's like I, I would go with seven all the time because seven is always getting rolled. Yeah. It was fine. Well, it's fine. Well, I got to get off here. I got stuff to do. I got I to, gotta, I still got to clean up after my awesome Super Bowl party. Basically, uh, it was a mess. Week, next week, we're talking about mafia, even though I because we're making this Super Bowl related. I put it, I'm gonna put this one out this week because the soup because the Super Bowl's rigged. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah, I thought so too. All right, well, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, until next time when we talk about mafia, I'm Gabby, this Jerry. Bye-bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.